0: Welcome to Arbitrary Advice. Here is your host, B. Hey guys, and welcome back to Arbitrary Advice. I am B. B is me. Let's get it. Um today I'm going to talk about tips on public speaking and what I do to get through it. And before I get into that, I just want to talk about this YouTube video. It's pretty old, but it's it's an oldie but goodie. But um, it's called Dramamine, except she pronounces it Dramamine, and it's this lady talking about um. Well, you'd have to see it, but it's it's super funny. Instead of it's kind of a play on words like dramamine is for like dizziness and stuff, but she she talks about like drama and anyways, it's it's super funny, so I'm gonna leave a screenshot of it on the post when I post about this episode. And I urge you guys to check it out because it's super funny. Okay, so I just before I get started on my advice, I wanted to talk about where you can find me. So I'm on Instagram at arbitrary advice. And Facebook at arbitrary advice, no capital symbols or spaces. Twitter at advice arbitrary. And you can also email me at arbitrary advice podcast at gmail dot com. And I urge you guys to hit me up. So yeah. So let's let's get into the advice for this week. So for my major, I have to present a lot now. If you know anything about me, you know. I'm terrified of any kind of public speaking, even if it's just for a class with, say, like 20 people. I freak out on the inside. And um, for my major, we have to present all the time. And sometimes we can be pulled to present unexpectedly. So I just wanted to share some things I do to prepare. Other than taking my anxiety meds regularly, I do some other things too. <laughs> so my first tip is I always have cold water. Don't ask me why, but cold water helps helps clear your throat, helps literally cool you down, because I don't know about anybody else, but I tend to get really hot when I'm nervous. Um, So yeah, cold water helps a lot. But don't drink too much at the same time, because then, you know, you'll have to pee in the middle. My second tip is sometimes, unless it's way too freaking hot in in the presentation room, or if it's a formal presentation, I wear a jacket or hoodie for comfort. Now, I know that goes against what I said about The water cooling me off but for some reason in moments when i'm scared um having a hoodie or something heavy around me makes me feel safer and i guess more grounded i don't know it's it's weird but it helps a little the only problem is most presentations you can't wear a hoodie so this is specifically probably only for people just presenting in a classroom where you don't have to be formal but another perk to the hoodie is sometimes i shake when i'm nervous and wearing a hoodie can just make it seem like I'm cold. Third one, kind of obvious, but I take deep breaths and try to calm my heart rate before starting. Number four, I have a tendency to say what I have to say super fast, so to get over with... to get it... oh, wow. Okay, I have a tendency to say what I have to say super fast to get it over with, so I try to remember my breaths and, like, talk slower. Um... Actually, this podcast helps me a lot. So, like, record yourself talking. That's a tip that I didn't have written down, but even, I mean, obviously not everybody's going to start a podcast, but, like, just record yourself talking through your presentation and, like, try to see, like, your pace and stuff and try to set your pace based on that. Um, Number five. Odds are, you know, at least one or two people in the room you're presenting, so I mostly just look at them. When I have to make eye contact. Um, In my opinion, it's better to look at friends than the other people staring at you. Number six. My face turns super red. And once I notice it, I tend to get more nervous. So I try not to focus on it. And remember that it's a normal reaction to speaking. Not everyone's meant to be a speaker. Also, this is when I'll break eye contact for a second. Because seeing people's reaction to my face turning red makes it worse. So, yeah. But that you just kind of have to push through. Number seven. If you're presenting something on a wall or something that's generally above your waistline, it's easy to put your back to people, but try not to do this because, at least for me, it makes me feel trapped like against the wall. Like, facing outwards actually makes me more comfortable having the solid wall behind me rather than in front of me. Again, it's hard to explain and it's weird, but it works for me. Um, also, you generally don't want to present with your back turned to the people you're presenting to, so that one's kind of obvious, anyways. Number eight, sorry, my voice is like really jacked today. Try to smile during your presentation if you can, or if you're not completely bad with jokes and know your crowd, you can joke with them just a little. Sometimes it cuts down on the tension and can make it go smoother, but it also all depends on the formalities of your presentation. Um, f- for example, when I have to present in studio, it's usually like, Like 20 to 25 people, and for the most part, studios tend to get really close. So, I'm pretty close to some of the people I'm presenting in front of. So, sometimes joking with them, you know, is okay, but it just depends on the formalities of the presentation. Number nine, depending on the time of my presentation, I try not to eat too much beforehand or at least make my last meal like an hour or more before. Definitely. I definitely don't suggest not eating all day if you have a presentation in the afternoon or evening, but I'm just saying I try to eat light and then eat a whole meal afterwards. At the same time, you don't want to eat too little because, you know, you don't want to pass out, but to give an example, a lot of times I have to present it at 1. So I try to eat lunch around 11, which is actually two hours before, but if I eat a decent sized lunch, it gives me time to digest a little before going into a presentation. The reason I say don't eat right before is because when I'm super nervous, um, I tend to get nauseous and I'd be completely mortified if I threw up in the middle of talking or just in the room in general, so. And it helps with like just your stomach not hurting during it from nerves. Number 10, try not to worry about your presentation too much kind of an obvious one, but I try to always tell myself that said presentation won't matter in like five years. It most likely just matters for right now. Again, it depends on what you're presenting, (laughs) but no presentation is going to define your entire life and all of your accomplishments, so don't sweat it too much. If you're like me and you're presenting in school, I promise you that presentation you do in middle school or high school will not follow you more than a week or two afterwards at most. Eleven, if the social... Wow. <laughs> if the social situation allows for it, I usually try to distract myself before a presentation by listening to music or watching funny videos or something to calm my nerves. It usually makes me more nervous to go over the presentation in my head because odds are you're up on you're up like all night going over it and you've been working on it for weeks and no amount of cramming at the end is going to help. Or sometimes if I want to cram, I'll put music on in the background to, fo- to focus. It all just depends on the situation though. I don't suggest having headphones in if everyone's talking, though, that would be when I'd take the chance to talk to the people I do know, because, well, you're going to be staring at them in the crowd anyways, (laughs) and you better hope that if you know multiple people, they're kind of sitting scattered, because if Bobby is sitting over there on the right and Susan is sitting in the middle, well, the people on the left are going to feel real ignored if you're just panning between Bobby and Susan. Plus, if you're being evaluated on this presentation, it's not going to look too good on you to not be scanning the entire room. So yeah, those are just some things that I try to remember when I'm presenting. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to take this uh, chance to thank some sponsors, and I'll be right back. And I'm back. Did you miss me? Did you miss me? You know what that makes me think of? It makes me think of Finding Nemo and she's like, did ya? Did ya? Did ya? Anyways. Off on a small tangent. I recently saw the movie Hustlers. It's the the stripper movie. And it was, it was so good. It was so funny in moments and like I don't know. It, it was interesting to me because I honestly never thought of like a stripper's life at all. So like it Kind of puts it into perspective, I guess, but it was just, I don't know, just an interesting, in, an interesting topic all around. I don't really know how to explain what I'm saying, but it was just kind of like, I would never have, ex- I never would have thought this movie into existence until I saw it and then I was like, wow. It, I, I thought it was really good. Um, and it has a lot of amazing people in it Lily Reinhart, Jennifer Lopez, um, Cardi B, Lizzo. It had, like, Kiki Palmer, Usher was in it. Oh, man. And, like, so many more people, but... I really enjoyed the movie, so I highly suggest going to see Hustlers if you're of age, you know? Um, it was a good movie. It Might be kind of late to talk about it, but I'm bringing it up anyways. Um, yeah. So, I also wanted to tell you guys... <laughs> I don't really know if I should be, because... I feel like this could go very badly, but I made a TikTok, so if you want to follow that, I have. It's on my Instagram, so yeah. I actually really enjoy TikTok. Um, I used to find them all really annoying when they were all lip sync stuff, but I find myself watching it for hours because I just skip over the ones that are people lip syncing, and some of them are super funny, and like some people take obviously spend like a lot of time on it like you could tell and so yeah i get lost in the tiktok train um okay i wanted to shout out becoming friends podcast so whenever i shout out a podcast i always ask them for a description in their words about their podcast and why they started it so this is what they said we're a new podcast that explores the budding long-distance friendship between chris and anna anna I'm really bad with names, I'm sorry. Through deep conversation, fun topics, and drunken games. So Oh well, I guess I forgot to ask them why they started it. That's sad. Well anyways. Um I listened to their latest episode called Falia de number four. I don't actually know how they say it, but I didn't like catch how they said it. But I always read it, like, the French way, so there you go. My first thought, in general, was that I really liked their intro music. It's very... I really like it. It's really, like, calming and, like, just cute. <laughs> um, I think my favorite part of the episode was when they were talking about criminals, and they mentioned the one with the bumper sticker. So, yeah. um, I... I enjoyed it. Um for, for a new podcast, I, I think they're they have like potential to grow a lot, and I'm a new podcast too, so I just wanted to spread the love. Um they they're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Becoming Friends Podcast and Twitter at bf underscore pod. Um so yeah, go check them out. Alright. I have a rant time, guys. I hate it when people don't cross at crosswalks. It drives me insane. Don't dart in front of me. It scares the crap out of me. You're not invincible. If I don't hit the brake hard enough, guess what? I'm hitting you. Definitely would never hit someone on purpose, but people really be thinking that they have nine lives or some shit. Also, to go off that I equally hate it when people walk at night with dark clothes on and decide to cross the street. I cannot see you when you do that. I don't know what's worse. I don't know, I don't know what's worse, but I know they both piss me off and scare me at the same time. I don't want to hit you, but when you wear a black shirt at night where there aren't very many streetlights and even when there are, they're not that bright, uh, yeah. I can't. I can't really see you till like last second, and then I gotta slam on the brakes, and I don't want to hit you. So yeah, use common sense, people. So we're at time over. I just it really grinds my gears. Um. Okay. I saw this post on Facebook, and I wanted to talk about it. <laughs> I actually thought it was really funny. So, this account called Yee screenshotted a tweet by Rumen Noodles or Rumen Noodles and they said middle aged people send K text not knowing the weight it carries. So I have to I feel like I need to explain what it means to us dumb fucks. I mean young adults <laughs> We're just oh, I hate my generation, I really do. So when you send k like just the letter k not k-a-y not okay or any other form but when you just send k that carries weight it means you are madder than mad you are pissed like you it's just like you're so angry and so My mom actually does it to me all the time because it's just fast. So literally, I actually shared that post on Facebook and my mom commented and said K with a laughing face. And I just thought that was so savage. But yeah, so just in case you're wondering if your kid ever is like upset because you k would them, it's because to us it means you're like super pissed and we should be scared. (laughs) Okay. So... I wanted to share an inspirational quote, but the bad thing is, with how crazy this week got, I didn't screenshot the inspirational quote I wanted to share. So on that note, I'm going to go through my writing. Yeah, I know guys, sharing my own writing this week, maybe, and maybe find a quote that I like. Although, I'll be honest, a lot of my writing is either really stupid or, like, really dark. So, let's see if I have an inspirational one to balance it out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep, I don't really have any, um, not depressed ones. But I will... Shorten this quote that I have. So, this is by yours truly. Please don't judge. I wrote this years ago, like probably when I was like 16. And I said, I enjoy the beauty of silence. It's an indescribable feeling. It brings me joy and gives me time to think. Skip ahead. Silence can let you feel your real emotions. It's a wonderful bliss. I totally just paraphrased myself, but that was because I didn't want to go on and on and on. Um, yeah, so to go off that, I actually really like sitting quietly in a place, um, you can learn a lot about a place, and I know some people don't really care, like, if you guys didn't already know this, I'm an architecture major, so if you can sit in a place and not feel uncomfortable, that's actually super powerful, and, like, I mean, I could, like, totally nerd out right now, but I'm not going to, um... I really enjoy, if I can sit in a place and not feel anxious and quiet, I'm, like, truly happy, um, I tend to do a lot of self-reflection, and, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm just a loner, but, uh, I like to be by myself. Not all the time. Like, you know, just sometimes. Sometimes being by yourself can be good. Um yeah so that was my inspiration for the week because I'm bad and I didn't prepare okay let's see let's see what else do I want to talk about oh wait a minute I gotta like this is kind of like a story time but it's it's not that it's not that important but I still want to talk about it so today I started screen printing like actually doing the act of screen printing and I really, like, really love that class already, but I wanted to screenshot a picture of my dog, and did I just say screenshot? Or sc- I don't even know what I just said, but I wanted to screen print a picture of my dog. And so, like, I went through the process of screen printing, and I, like, actually pulled the ink through, and you know, it really didn't turn out like I, like I wanted it to. I don't know what I did wrong, but... Yeah, it really did not turn out how I wanted, but it actually turned out kind of cool. I'll post a picture of it. All I have is a picture of... Well, obviously, that... Wow, okay. What I was about to say didn't, didn't make any sense, but I have a picture of it, but it, it wasn't straight on, so I'll post a picture of it, and then I'll post the one picture I have of it on Instagram when I post this, and then I'll take a better picture of it later, but I actually think it turned out kind of cool. It's kind of like a more abstract dog face. It didn't come out in detail like I wanted it to, but you know, I'm, I'm learning. So yeah, I'm super excited about that class. I know nobody really cares, but I just wanted to share a part of my life. Um, so yeah, I think overall my advice would be to not be so hard on yourself. Um, I know that has nothing to do with this week's topic of public speaking, but just in general, like, I've been thinking a lot because I've been super depressed. Like, I'm not even gonna front. And anybody that knows me really well knows that. And I just think it's important to um, not be so hard on yourself because I think I'm probably my own worst critic. Actually, no, I'm my own worst critic. And so... Sometimes you just gotta remember to, like, actually like yourself sometimes. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that's some more free advice for you. Could be shitty, could be great. I don't really know. I don't know. Um. Also, I started watching on Netflix. I started watching The American Meme. And I haven't finished it, but it's pretty good. It's kind of interesting to, like, see famous people like what fame does to people so and like i said i haven't finished it i actually only have watched like maybe 10 minutes of it but it's about like people that became famous like really really fast and like in non-conventional ways for the most part like a lot of them became famous based off of like pictures or like like social media and it just talks about like what fame has done to them because fame isn't all that great, and I think a lot of people are always like, "Yeah, I want to be famous," but like when you actually when you actually hear about like their personal lives, kind of doesn't sound like you want to be famous, you know? I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to be famous. They were just I don't know the the part about how. Like, I think I'd want to be, like, semi-famous. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to be, like, mega-famous. But I don't know. I think everybody dreams of being famous. I'm not even gonna lie. I would like to be famous. But they talk about, like, I don't know. This gave some real insight. This movie, or... I don't know if it's a movie or a show. I guess it's a movie. Um, It, it gives a lot of insight to, like, how famous people actually live. And, like, how they don't have a single bit of privacy at all. So, yeah. Uh, I think I, I suggest watching that if you're interested in famous people's lives. I don't really know. Maybe I'm just a loner. But either way. And it has one of my favorite viners in it, um, Brittany Furlan. Well, now her name's Brittany Furlan Lee because she's married to Tommy Lee. But anyways, um, I love her and she's in it. So I was like, heck yeah. I have to listen to, Or I have to watch this. So anyways. That was a really long tangent for no reason. <laughs> so, yeah, guys, um, that's just about all I had prepared for today. So, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna end it here. Um, I also want to say if you guys like what you've heard, um, share this episode with your friends and let me know what you think. As always, hit me up if you need anything on Instagram or Facebook at Arbitrary Advice on Twitter at Advice Arbitrary or email me at Podcast at gmail.com and um thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for listening I really do appreciate every single person that listens so thanks guys <laughs> Was a Titan gas episode.